0: So I would start with the same story on Epiphany Sunday and I hope that all of you have very short memories from last year when I told the same story. But it's uh, when I was in college at Xavier and we went to a parish on Epiphany Sunday me and some friends of mine. And there was a priest there uh, who uh, was elderly. I found out later he was 94. And so he wouldn't have mass too often, but he happened to have mass that saturday vigil mass that we went to on this sunday and he had just read the gospel that's read every year this great story of the magi from matthew's gospel and which ends with that line and they departed for their country by another way and he stood up at the ambo and he said when you truly encounter jesus christ you will never go home the same way that you came and then he left the ambo and sat down And as a 20-year-old, I thought it was the greatest homily I'd ever heard, because it was like six seconds long. Um, But later on, I think it dawned on me that it was kind of profound. And what I didn't know at the time is this priest was drawing on a long tradition uh, in in Christian history of finding beautiful spiritual significance in that last line. The line that obviously in its literal context is meant to just talk about the geographical diversion that the Magi go on to avoid Herod. But the spiritual significance is precisely what this priest said. It speaks to the transformational nature of what we're all about as Christians, which is that when we encounter Jesus, we should always be changing. We should always be going home a different way than when we first met him. That each time we encounter him, we should be growing and changing and converting our hearts. I've always been drawn to this quote from Archbishop Fulton Sheen. He said, God did not come to earth to make us nice people. God came to earth to make us a new creation. God did not come to earth to just make us nice people. God came to earth to make us a new creation to transform every aspect of who we are, mind, body, and spirit, and soul, and heart, into an image of himself. Being nice is a good start. But encountering Jesus calls us to much more than that. That's why the the Christian life can never be kind of a lukewarm enterprise. It can never be just sort of, ah, I do this over here. No, it's meant to be transformative constantly, that we encounter Christ constantly, and then we change. I think we could see the gifts that are given to Jesus as symbolic of different ways that we can seek a transform heart in this 2021. Beginning of a New Year is a great year to hear that The end of that gospel and to know that we're called to change this year to leave 2021 better than we found it with our heart and so i'm following the lead here of saint gregory the great an early uh, pope and saint of the church who you know there's a million ways to interpret the gifts of gold frankincense and myrrh a lot of them very beautiful but gregory the great took them as um, changes we're supposed to make within ourselves that we offer to jesus And so gold, gold in the wisdom literature of the Old Testament, is called the greatest treasure. And likewise, wisdom is called the greatest treasure for the human person. And so Gregory says, gold is like us offering wisdom, which I'm going to call a transformed mind. That we transform how we think. In fact, that's what the word conversion means. It's metanoia in Greek. It literally means to change one's mind, to turn your mind around, to see things from a different perspective, to see the world from the mind of Christ, to change how we think. I was thinking about Mary as a great model of this because on New Year's Day, I mentioned this, that we hear in Luke's account of the infancy narratives this great line where Mary's obviously observing what's going on, and and Luke tells us a couple times that she pondered these things in her heart. And I mentioned that I feel like we need that reminder in today's world that to have a transformed mind means to ponder things, to reflect on things, to, to cultivate a contemplative heart. I feel like we're all being conditioned by technology in our culture to be really rash, to be really hasty, to be really quick in our judgments and thoughts, But to have a transformed mind means to ponder things, to process things with the mind of Christ, to think about things more slowly, to reflect. Anecdotally, I was thinking about this the other day because I used to be a ferocious reader. You know, if I had some time off, I could sit down for six hours and get lost in books. And I I was noticing I can't do that anymore unless I literally throw my phone out the window. If it's anywhere close to me, Okay, I will go look at something, or I'll hear, I'll hear a notification, or I'll hear something or a text, and I'll respond to it, and then I'm scrolling through a million things, and then I get, you know, it's hard for me to focus with my mind, I've noticed, much more than I did in the past. And so we're called to offer the gift to Jesus of a transformed mind, the gift of wisdom. Wisdom is different than knowledge and information, We live in the the greatest time in the history of the world for knowledge and information. But that is not wisdom. Wisdom is the ability to process things on a deeper level, to see the deeper core of things, to be able to get below the surface, and to see the deeper meaning of reality. So let's offer God a transformed mind, gold. Incense. Incense. Transformed spirit or soul. So incense in the Old Testament uh, symbolizes prayer. As the smoke raises up to the heavens, so do, do our prayers rise up to God. So we offer God incense this year, transformed spirit or soul. How much in our New Year's resolutions do we prioritize spiritual resolutions? I'm not sure I'm doing resolutions. I feel like 2020 was just a big punishment. And I feel like resolutions are a punishment. Now, they're really not supposed to be. They're supposed to be positive and making you a better person. But I see them as a punishment. So I'm not doing any. okay? Except maybe some spiritual ones. But how often do we think about spiritual resolutions? We think about resolutions, all those sorts of things. But do we make resolutions to prioritize our relationship with the Lord, to spend more time in prayer. I mean, how can we encounter the Lord if we don't speak to Him and listen to Him in some dedicated time of interaction with the Lord? And so we pray for incense, a transformed soul or spirit that we might cultivate union with God in a deeper way in 2021. Finally, Myrrh. Myrrh was used as a, among other things, um, as an ointment for burial. In fact, Jesus uh, receives myrrh as burial. And so Gregory the Great saw myrrh as symbolic of Jesus' passion, his cross, and then his resurrection. And so Gregory says... Myrrh is the offering of a life, a transformed heart and will that's dedicated to sacrifice. That we offer the Lord the gift of a transformed will and heart, a life of sacrifice that we spend this year much more dedicated to the service and life of others than we do to always thinking about how it impacts us. That not everything is self referential and self absorbed, that we get lost in the lives and the adventures and service of others, that we live a life of dedicated sacrifice, of laying down our life for people, of constantly putting them first. That's to offer our lives as a sacrifice is to put other people first and to live a life not of self-absorption, but of selflessness and of self-sacrifice. So we offer Jesus myrrh. We offer him the gift of a transformed heart and will, a life lived in sacrifice. Friends, we have the opportunity uh, beginning here of 2021 to forge a new path and to offer Gifts to Jesus, the gift of our heart. And we come here in this mass to the manger, which is the altar. You might know the French word for um, to eat is manger. Comes from the Latin word to eat. Of course, Jesus uh, was born in a manger because that's where the animals would eat. But of course, it becomes incredibly significant for us as Catholics that we come to this manger. Every time we come to Mass to eat, to eat the gift of Jesus himself, who gives himself to us as food, as bread and wine. So we have the opportunity to come forward to this manger, just like the Magi did over 2,000 years ago and present their gifts. We get to come to this manger and to present the gift of ourselves, the beginning of 2021. Let's pray that we give him the gift of a transformed heart, That we're not here just to be nice people. We're here to become new creations in Him, transformed by His grace. And let's offer Him the gift. The gift of gold, the gift of a transformed mind, the gift of incense, the gift of a transformed spirit and soul, and the gift of myrrh, the gift of a transformed heart and will. So that when we get to the end of 2021, we will never go back the same way